This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1660, Why You Should Ignore Your Previous Experience with Men, by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody. Great to have you here once again for another installment of ORD. My name is Greg Audino. I'm your host and narrator. And today I have with me another work from Evan Mark Katz. He's a dating coach who usually focuses on Q&As in his blog, but today we've got a post written by him and stemming from some of his own experiences. So let's hear what he's got to say this time as we optimize your life. Why You Should Ignore Your Previous Experience with Men by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com Last year, I officiated the wedding of my little sister, Daryl, in San Francisco. The event was incredibly meaningful to me for a number of reasons, but the story I want to share with you is how Daryl met her husband, Dave. Daryl was in her mid-twenties, living and dating in New York City. She's very bright, sarcastic, and intolerant of games and BS. As a result, Daryl had a rough go with the lawyers and bankers available to her in New York City. She decided to branch out. She dated a cute guy in Minnesota, followed by a charming guy in Chicago, followed by a separated heartbreaker in New York. All were impressive men. None lasted. Daryl decided to go on a guiatus, as she was burned out on both New York and long-distance love affairs. It was around that time that I wrote my first book. I can't believe I'm buying this book, A Common Sense Guide to Successful Internet Dating. Before I sent it to an agent, I wanted to get my bookish sister's opinion on things. The first thing Daryl said to me was, Why would anybody read a book by you? The second thing she said to me was, Online dating is creepy. I knew I had found my target audience. Long story short, Daryl enjoyed my book, even though she thought she wouldn't. She started dating online, even though she thought she wouldn't. After a few years of trial and error, and being this close to quitting, Daryl tried a different website I'd recommended, Nerve.com. On a lark, she replied to an older, bald guy who wrote to her from San Francisco, even though she said she didn't want to do long distance again. Seven months later, she moved to San Francisco. Three years later, they're married. I'm only sharing this with you because my extremely bright sister was wrong about everything she firmly believed. The only reason she's happily married and house hunting today is because she was open to the possibility that her beliefs weren't 100% foolproof. Contrast Daryl's story with Amy, a 42-year-old woman who reached out to me for dating coaching last week. I like Amy. She's successful, family-oriented, looks great for her age, and is an information seeker. 
After a few minutes of talking on the phone, it was clear that Amy had already read a lot of the books in my relationship book bibliography. I love clients like this. Except, Amy didn't become a client. She didn't become a client because Amy believed, based on her experiences, that there was nothing she could do differently. The real problem, she claimed, is everyone else. I've used JDate for 10 years. There's nobody on there for me. It's guys in Los Angeles. They're Peter Pans who won't settle down and are always looking for someone younger. Men out here don't appreciate someone with ethnic looks. They all want California blondes. I keep meeting men who are so messed up. They don't have any money. I'm not going to support a man. Can you appreciate Amy's point of view? I sure can. It's built on years and years of failure, frustration, and disappointment. Amy's experience is real, as real as the nose on her face. And because it's real, she also believes that it's true. Then again, my sister truly believed that no one would read a book by me, that online dating was creepy, that long-distance relationships were doomed, and that men were all heartbreakers. That was her experience before meeting Dave. I could easily refute Amy's point of view, but she would rather hold on to it, believing that she's right, than open up to a new way of dating, like my sister did. And it's a shame, because Amy has so much to give. As a result, she loses sight of the fact that I'm a guy who dated on J-Date. I'm a guy who prefers older women to younger women. I'm a guy who prefers brunettes to blondes. I'm a guy who looks young for his age. I'm a guy who wants to be a good husband and father. And if I'm that kind of guy, it only stands to reason that there are thousands of others like me in Southern California. Amy's just not meeting them. And she will continue not meeting them because her online dating profile and communication need improving, because her attitude about men needs adjusting, because her radar for quality men is really off, and because she would rather hold on to her glass-half-empty worldview and be right than try my glass-half-full worldview, which will create better results. Instead, Amy is going to keep reading my advice and hope that Mr. Wright, an ethnic lover from another state, apparently, comes and fishes her out of her office. I like Amy, but she's going to be waiting for a while. You don't have to. My question for you is whether you're self-aware enough to know what disempowering and false beliefs that you hold to be true. Have you had any experiences that have made you change your mind for the better about dating, online dating, men or relationships? Or do you have a negative attitude about men that pervades your interactions? You just listened to the post titled, Why You Should Ignore Your Previous Experience with Men by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. And thanks so much to Evan for this post today. I always champion work that encourages people to challenge their beliefs uh, while still respecting them and their origin, of course. And there are plenty of reasons to do this when it comes to past dating experiences. Perhaps the most viable one, uh, aside, of course, from the fact that we're lumping people together and discrediting their individualities, uh, being that if we're actively choosing to take lessons from our past dating experiences, then we are bringing different versions of ourselves to new relationships. We're bringing more information, more insight, a better understanding of our needs, better understanding of what we're willing to sacrifice. And that, of course, alters our experience with others hugely because we're half of the equation in a two-person relationship. So if you're running into people that keep feeling the same, 
and drawing conclusions about dating at large because of that, think first about whether or not you are absorbing and executing the lessons that have been available to learn from dates and relationships in your past. So, take that with you, everybody. Of course, it might be applied to anything in your life that feels as though it's on repeat if you want it to be. I hope you enjoyed this article as much as I did. Take care, have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow as we start our parenting leg of the week. That's where your optimal life awaits.